Hey everyone, welcome to the Soul Talk Podcast. My name is Mary Beth Rim, and as a licensed psychotherapist and coach, I am deeply invested in promoting holistic well-being. This podcast is specifically crafted for those who are determined to live a healthier lifestyle and are ready to invest in the necessary time and energy to achieve it. However, please be aware that this podcast does not serve as a substitute for medical care or therapy. The primary objective is to delve into the intricate connections between the mind, body, and spirit, and assist you in discovering your true self through enriching conversations that will accompany you as we embark on this journey and put in the miles together. Welcome, everybody. Again, uh, welcome to the Soul Talk Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how to listen to your body. And this particular episode delves into the profound, profound significance of tuning into our bodies and deciphering the messages that they send us. So in this fast-paced world that we live in, it's so easy to neglect our body's whispers amidst all the noise of daily life. So I can attest to the transformative power of heeding our body's signals. Um, it's, it's practice that listening to our body and sometimes we may listen to our body, but yet we're, we ignore uh, what it tells us sometimes because we just don't want to believe that. We want to keep going, 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 going. So if our body says rest, and you need to rest, and then you get sick because then you're forced to rest, um, the body was telling you something. The body's telling you, hey, slow down. Um, and again, that's, that's happened um, to me. So, you know, there was a time when I ignored my body's pleas for rest. I pushed myself beyond the limits and ultimately I experienced a very significant burnout. Uh, a lot of times in, in, in my work, in the work that I do, um, but also in, in, in life too, you can be, you can get burned out in life as well. So for me, it was really a wake up call that led me on a journey to really better understand and honor my body's needs. Also, I had gotten very sick because I just kept going, going, going. And it just took it, what it seemed like forever to feel better again. Um, so I really listen to my body now. And, and I hope that uh, this particular episode will help you listen to yours and give you some tips and strategies on how to do that. And and it's okay to slow down and it's okay to um, rest and not, not really do anything um, when your body says no. So studies show that modern society's relentless pace has led to an alarming increase in stress-related disorders, anxiety, chronic 
chronic health conditions, depression. Um, many individuals, they tend to overlook the warning signs that their bodies give them, often leading to more severe health consequences later on. And, you know, again, that really happened, happened to me a long time ago. I ended up uh, with a really bad uh, infection, which ended up into pneumonia, which ended up, uh, I ended up into the hospital for a couple of weeks, but it took me probably months. Oh my goodness. Probably three, four months before I was actually able to, um, actually able to really feel like myself again. So throughout this episode, we'll uncover the profound effects of ignoring our body signals and the invaluable rewards of active listening and responding to them. So let's go ahead and embark on this really enlightening journey where we'll discover the true essence of self-care and well-being by listening to the wisdom within ourselves. I'm a really big advocate of self-care. And again, as a, as a runner, um, and I know a lot of runners who, uh, just want to just, you know, they'll get up even though their body says no, um, want to get up and, and run, you know, uh, 20 miles or whatever and run at a speed that, um, your body's just not really, uh, wanting to do it, at, you know, at that time. And then they wear themselves out and then, um, you know, it really wrecks your training and the fun that, uh, running gives you. So we'll talk a lot more about that, um, in this particular episode. So, you know, again, our bodies are remarkable, <laughs> remarkable entities, each possessing a unique language of communication that transcends the limitations of mere words. Uh, this extraordinary language that the body um, expresses to us expresses their expresses the needs, expresses emotions, and also wisdom in profound ways that can't always be articulated verbally. By attuning ourselves to this innate communication, we can unlock a world of valuable insights that go beyond what our minds alone can comprehend. When we listen, when we learn to listen to our bodies, we discover a vast array of sensations, emotions, intuitions that provide us with a deeper understanding of ourselves and the world around us. See, these signals act as beacons, guiding us towards better choices, improved well-being, and greater self awareness. By tuning into this innate communication, we embark on a transformative journey of self-discovery and self-empowerment. And I talk a lot about self-awareness, especially to my clients and groups and, and whatnot. Really, when you're aware of yourself and aware of what's going on inside, um, you just become more in tune to the world and other people and relationships and things just seem to go so much better. And if you can learn to do that, really become in tune to yourself and understand 
again, who you are and understand um, how this wonderful body of yours works, um, your life is going to be, your life is going to really turn around. So I really invite you to embrace the beauty and complexity of this unique language. So let's un unravel the messages hidden within each bodily sensation, each emotional response, and each surge of intuition. By doing so, we open the door to a profound connection with ourselves, paving the way for a more fulfilling and authentic life. So again, let's go ahead and um, understand the language of our bodies and learn to embrace the profound wisdom that it holds. So listening to your body, again, is a transformative process that involves actively paying attention to the signals that your body sends you. It goes beyond merely acknowledging physical sensations or emotions. It entails cultivating a deep, mindful connection with your body's innate wisdom and understanding the intricate language it communicates with. You see, when people come to me for, uh, they say that they have anxiety or they're depressed or things just aren't going well in their life, they're, they're not, they're actually living outside of their body. They're not really in it. I know that kind of sounds weird, but think about it for a second. You're, you're not really listening to what your body is telling you, your body and your mind and your spirit. You're just kind of going off roading and kind of going off on, on your own. And it takes a lot of practice and it takes, again, that awareness and that insight and being in tuned into yourself and being in tuned into who you are. See, we're all very unique individuals. Everybody is different in a lot of ways. And I'm not going to get into um, the whole relationship piece of it um, in this particular episode. Uh, that's kind of a little bit beyond that. Um, but today is really about you. Today is about you and tuning yourself in, you know, getting in tune into your own uh, body. See, this practice requires tuning in with full awareness um, of the bodily sensations, emotions, energy level, and intuition. So it involves being present and receptive to the messages that your body conveys without judgment and also without suppression, without suppressing it. And a lot of times we, we fight it. We fight those feelings. We fight those um, physical sensations because we just want to do what we want to do because we feel that that's what we have to do. And by listen, and, and what happens is, is that when we suppress it, eventually your body's just going to go, hey, I told you so. So now I'm telling you you're done <laughs> and you need to rest. So by doing so, you gain valuable insights into your physical and emotional well-being. And again, gaining a deeper understanding of what nourishes you and also what 
depletes you. So listening to your body invites you to honor you, to honor and respond to these signals with compassion and care. When you actively engage in this process, you can make informed decisions about your daily choices, such as what you eat, how you move, exercise, how you manage your stress. Ultimately, this practice fosters a harmonious mind-body-spirit connection, leading to improved overall well-being and more balanced and authentic way of living. So embracing the practice of listening to your body offers a wide range of benefits that significantly enhance various aspects of your life. And here are some, uh, like I said a few seconds ago, reduce stress. By attuning yourself to your body's signals, you become better equipped to recognize these stress triggers and respond to them proactively. Understanding how stress manifests physically and emotionally allows you to implement effective relaxation techniques and coping strategies leading to reduced stress levels and an improved sense of calm and balanced. I know when, when I get stressed out or I feeling, feeling stressed, um, I know what my body is telling me that I need. My body tells me that I need Sometimes it tells me that I need to to go out for a run or it tells me that I need to engage in, in a yoga practice or even just stretching my muscles. And it doesn't have to be long. I don't have to um, go out for, you know, uh, an hour and a half or an hour long run, maybe, you know, maybe 20, 30 minutes, you know, mile or two. On some days, yoga, maybe 10, 20 minutes is all that I need to just kind of, you know, unwind and just kind of go, okay, this is really what my body needs right now. This is what my, not only my body, but my mind and what my spirit needs. And when I do those things after, I just feel so much better, so much more grounded you know, so much more centered and I just feel a lot better. Also making, you know, better decisions. So when you actively listen to your body, you gain access to an inner compass that guides your decision-making process. So there's intuitive nudges and gut feelings can provide valuable insights, helping you to make choices that align with your authentic self and values. And this heightened self-awareness empowers you to make more informed and intentional decisions, leading to greater fulfillment and satisfaction. What, what I'm going to do uh, later on is that I will um, be doing an entire episode on in, uh, intuition and, and, your, and gut feelings in your gut. Um, because... When your gut is telling you something, it's telling you, no, uh, I shouldn't be doing that or, or that's, you know, I, I, I can't do that. Um, listen to your gut. Your gut is really your, what, what they call like oh, the second brain because um, it's telling you, it tells you, no, 
tells you, yes, you know, it'll tell you what you need in that moment. If it feels good, then do it. If it's off, you might want to wait. It, it's not necessarily 100% no, but maybe it's not right, not right now. And making those decisions for yourself will really improve your life. Also, improved health, body awareness facilitates early detection of any kind of uh, physical discomfort or imbalances, enabling you to address any kind of potential health issues proactively. So by paying attention to your body's signals, you can make healthier choices regarding nutrition, exercise, lifestyle habits, and promoting overall just well-being and reducing any kind of risk of chronic um, conditions. I a couple months ago, I was not um, was not feeling well at all, and I had a five k run um, that I really wanted to do, but my body said, "No, not today." <laughs> And I had to listen to that. I had to back out. As disappointed as I was, um, and and sure enough, the next day I, you know, I I was sick. I was not I was not well. So I probably would have um, really enhanced that illness if I actually went out and um, and ran that five k. But um, also, what it does is it enhances emotional regulation. So what that means is listening to your body helps you recognize and process emotions in a much healthier way. By acknowledging and validating your emotions, you can respond to them with compassion and understanding. This emotional intelligence fosters resilience and mental well-being, supporting a more balanced and stable emotional state. Um, I know, again, a lot of people who really beat themselves up a lot. And, and I work with a lot of women who really just beat themselves up, uh, whether they feel that they're you know, not good mothers or they feel that they have to do everything, um, whatever it is, you know, they're just, or, you know, they just don't feel right about themselves. I work a lot with, with a lot of women um, in terms of helping them validate their emotions and, and, and understanding where they are in the moment um, and helping them move beyond that. You know, because when we beat ourselves up, we just, we just put ourselves down, you know, into the ground more. We just sort of stomp on ourselves. And when we do that, again, we're not listening to ourselves. We're actually, again, outside of ourselves. We're not fully inside ourselves. And I'll talk a lot more uh, what I mean about being outside and how to kind of like integrate inside yourself um, into more detail um, later on. But this is just kind of an introduction about how to listen, really how to listen to your body. So again, um, you want to strengthen the mind-body connection. 
So by engaging in the practice of listening to your body cultivates a deeper connection between your mind and body. So by understanding how your emotions and thoughts impact your physical well-being and vice versa, you develop a stronger mind-body connection or synergy. This harmonious connection promotes a holistic healing and a sense of wholeness. And again, you're whole when you're in really inside yourself and accepting and loving yourself and your body. Also enhanced intuition and creativity. Intuition is really important. As you hone your body listening skills, your tuition becomes sharper. So always under, you know, always go with that gut feeling and that intuition. Trusting your intuition can lead to more innovative problem solving and also creative insights. So this heightened connection with your inner self really can unlock a wellspring of creativity and inspiration in various aspects of your life. So also empowerment and self-compassion. Oh, by honoring your body's needs and responses, you cultivate a deeper sense of self-empowerment and self-compassion. This practice encourages you to treat yourself with kindness and understanding, fostering a positive relationship with your mind, body, and spirit. And that again, where you're inside your body, your whole, you integrate every aspect of yourself. So again, listening to your body is, is not merely a passive act, but an empowering practice that can lead to reduce stress, improve decision-making, enhance overall health and well-being. By embracing this journey of self-awareness or understanding it, and really, really digging into self-awareness and self-care, you open the door to a more fulfilling and balanced life. Self-care is not selfish. It's needed. It is so needed. And it, your body and your mind and your spirit will thank you for it. So how do our bodies communicate? Uh, our bodies are sophisticated messengers communicating with us through various different channels. So understanding these different modes of communication allows us to develop a deeper connection within ourselves and interpret the wisdom our bodies hold. So examples here would be physical sensations. I mean, that's kind of easy, right? Our bodies use physical sensation to convince convey important messages. So like discomfort and pain. These sensations often indicate that something needs attention. Again, prompting us to an, an injury, an illness, or an aspect of our lives that require some sort of an adjustment. Tension. Oh, that's a big one. Muscle tension. Oh, I got to release that muscle tension. Muscle tension might signify stress and emotional strain reminding us to find ways to relax and release those pent-up emotions. Relaxation, feeling relaxed can be a sign 
that we are in a safe and comfortable environment promoting well-being and peace. And I think that's really what we all want. We all want uh, peace. Our emotions are intertwined with our bodily experiences and kind of manifest physically. Butterflies in the stomach, <laughs> you know, those are kind of, in, it, that's an intuition right there. Butterflies in your stomach, feeling of either excitement or nervousness or anticipation. I get butterflies in my stomach every single time before uh, I, I approach a start line for a half marathon. And all these things kind of go through my head going, you know, will I make it the 13.1 miles? Do I really want to do this? My body, you know, again, I just kind of check in with myself. But uh, a lot of times the butterflies in my stomach are more of anticipation and excitement, not much not really necessarily nervousness. The nervous energy kind of goes out um, once I once I get started. Uh, racing heart. How many of you actually sometimes have a racing heart? This is associated with anxiety, fear, and even even excitement. Really, so pay attention to that. So what's what's kind of going on? Uh, heaviness in your chest. This is a sign of sadness, grief, or really significant emotional pain. So recognizing these emotional responses allows you to explore the underlying causes and address emotional needs effectively. Let's talk for a second about intuition. Our intuition is a profound form of communication that guides us without relying on logical reasoning. That's why a lot of times we don't pay attention to our intuition and we don't even really realize what it is. So it's often referred to as a gut feeling. And intuition can manifest as a strong pull towards or away from a situation. It's a deep knowing or it's a hunch that guides our decision-making, whether it's something that you should do or something that you really shouldn't be doing. And a lot of times we second-guess that intuition, we second-guess that gut feeling. Acknowledging and trusting your intuition empowers you to make choices that align with your inner wisdom and your values. Energy levels, our energy levels fluctuate throughout the day. Um, mine is like first thing in the morning, I'm pretty energized and by noon time starts to get a little sleepy and then get my second win and then it's bedtime usually. Um, but reflecting on your emotional, physical, emotional, and mental states. So understanding these fluctuations really can help you optimize your well-being and productivity um, for example, high energies indicates moments of motivation, excitement, and joy. Low energy, uh, that can signal your need for rest, nourishment, or emotional processing. You know, something heavy on your head you might want to or need to process. Stable energy suggests a balanced state of well-being and contentment. That means that you're pretty centered, you're pretty grounded. 
So paying attention to our energy levels allow us to make um, informed choices about our self-care, time management, and lifestyle adjustments as well. Um, The mind-body connection also refers to the intricate relationship between our mental and emotional states and our physical well-being. So numerous scientific studies have shown that our thoughts, emotions, and beliefs can influence our physical health and vice versa. This interconnectedness has a significant impact on both our mental and physical health. Um, Again, we talked a little bit about emotional regulation. Our emotions can affect our physical responses, such as increased heart rate during anxiety or tense muscles. Um, during a stress response. Also understanding and regulating emotions can lead to reduced stress and improving uh, coping mechanisms or cognitive functioning. Mental well-being impacts our cognitive abilities. That includes our memory, our attention, and our decision-making. So chronic stress and anxiety can impair your cognitive functioning all positive emotions can enhance that cognitive performance. Uh, Psychosomatic symptoms, emotional distress can manifest in many ways, manifest physical symptoms with no apparent medical cause, such as headaches, digestive issues, and muscle pains. Ever have, ever go to uh, uh, the doctor and you you tell tell them that, I have a lot of headaches and my stomach you know, seems to be off all the time. Um, and they do all of these tests and they all come back negative and you're just scratching your head and you're like, you know, wanting them to find, uh, find something that, um, you know, find something that's wrong with you. Well, really tune into that. Is emotional distress causing these physical symptoms and how do you reverse that? How do you, um, relieve that stress. And that's really, really important. So our physical health impact, it impacts our immune system. Stress and negative emotions weaken the immune system, making us more susceptible to illness. While on the other hand, positive emotions and a sense of well-being really boosts our immune function. Uh, inflammation, chronic stress, and negative emotions lead to increased inflammation in the body, which contributes to, you know, health conditions, uh, including cardiovascular disease, autoimmune disorders, and also chronic pain. Uh, chronic illness, mental health conditions, such as depression and anxiety, have been linked to an increased risk of developing chronic illnesses like heart disease, diabetes as well. So pain perception, our emotional state can influence how we experience pain. Anxiety and stress can amplify pain perception, while positive emotions and relaxation techniques really can eliminate pain. So here are some um, scientific findings on body awareness and emotional Regulation, uh, mindfulness-based intervention. I talk a lot about mindfulness, again, paying attention to your body, being in the present moment. 
Our research has demonstrated that mindfulness practices, which cultivate body awareness, can significantly reduce your stress, anxiety, and depression. Mindfulness techniques encourage non-judgmental awareness of bodily sensations and emotions, leading to an improved emotional regulation. Yoga and body scan techniques, this is really, um, really helpful. Yoga is a mind-body practice, and it's actually a mind-body-spirit practice. And body scan techniques have shown to reduce stress and enhance emotional well-being. And these practices, again, promote body awareness and relaxation positively, impacting your mental health. And a body scan really is just something kind of from head to toe, you know, just kind of lying there or sitting there, you know, what's kind of going on. And, and this really requires you to really be in tune to your body. Um, there's a lot of meditation um, practices on uh, body scanning. Um, so you might want to look that up. I also do uh I also provide meditation practices as well to kind of help with that. Um, so the mind-body-spirit connection plays a crucial role in your overall health and well-being. So by nurturing body awareness and emotional regulation, you can reduce your stress. You can enhance your mental health and improve your physical well-being. Um, running also is another technique. Uh, and any exercise really releases endorphins. It releases a lot of tension. Um, again, but um, sometimes some runners are really tense when they're running. Um, I help runners um, really release that muscle tension. And again, it's really this mind-body connection, mind-body-spirit connection. Running actually is a very meditative, spiritual practice. And if it's done right, um, it really, really can enhance your mental, physical, and spiritual health. Um, so I, if you want some more information on that, just reach out to me on, on how to do that. Um, so again, uh, developing body awareness, mindfulness practice, Meditation is very important. Set aside dedicated time for meditation to focus on your breath, bodily sensations, and thoughts without any kind of judgment. Meditation really isn't just sitting there for, you know, 30 to an hour, 30 minutes to an hour. You know, it's, it, and it's not wiping your thoughts away, again, without judgment. You want your thoughts to come in and it's okay for those thoughts to come in because thoughts go in and out. And again, with the practice of meditation, you'll learn to regulate those thoughts in a much better way. So this practice, um, meditation really enhances your body awareness and helps you to develop a deeper connection with yourself. And again, really getting, really actually being connected to you and really being in your body. Body scans engage, you know, engaging in body scans uh, where you systematically 
where you you pay attention to each part of your body from head to toe, noticing any tension or sensations along the way and releasing that. And again, that's uh, another practice that um, is another form of meditation, which I can also, um, which I also help a lot of clients with. Present moment awareness, I, I help a lot with this. And again, this is really mindfulness. It's practice being fully present in everyday activities, being present in what you're eating, walking, running, washing dishes, engaging in senses, and immerse yourself in the experience. Really, really being mindful, really being in the present moment. Journaling really helps as well. Kind of just releasing, you know, writing, not, not sitting on a computer and typing, actually writing with a pen and paper, just releasing that, releasing any kind of emotions that you have, reflecting on your day, reflecting on specific situations, emotions that have manifested in your body, also helping you identify any kind of pattern or triggers. Keeping a gratitude journal, a gratitude list, that's extremely helpful. Again, acknowledging the positive aspects of your body, of your mind, of your spirit, your health. Um, This fosters a positive body image and it strengthens an appreciation for you, for your body, for your mind, for your spirit. Uh, Deep breathing exercises are very, very helpful incorporating deep breathing exercises that can be done through yoga that can be done through meditation or that just can really just can just sit there and focus on your breath every day take slow deep expanding your diaphragm and exhaling fully so you want to inhale the positive exhale all of the stuff that's inside. So deep breathing promotes relaxation and helps you connect with your body's responses. Regular check-ins, pause, and listen to yourself. You know, if you're having a really hard time at work, take, take a break. Maybe all you might need is just a couple of minutes, two to five minutes maybe, even that just to pause, to close your eyes, take a few deep breaths and observe any type of physical sensations, emotions, or energy levels that you may be experiencing. It's okay to just pause. Again, that connects you to yourself. Engaging in self-compassion, approach these check-ins with self-compassion and non-judgment meaning to be gentle with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Be gentle with yourself as you become more attuned to your body's signals. So you want to really pay attention to what you're saying to yourself. Movement practices, yoga, tai chi, running, um, these really, this is really helpful as well. Um, Before you go to bed, you want to probably do some deep breathing, some body scans, um, 
I do a little five to 10 minute meditation before I go to bed, um, write some things down. Also, it really is very helpful. So by incorporating these practices into your life, you'll nurture your body awareness and strengthen the bond between your mind and body and spirit. So over time, this heightened awareness will empower you to make informed decisions about your well-being. And it leads to a more, um, a more balanced life. So, you know, I encourage you to practice, um, some of these, um, practice meditation, yoga, gratitude, self-compassion. Um, so I encourage you to experiment with different techniques and approaches to body awareness. So what works for one person may not work for another. So if meditation doesn't work for you, it's, it's fine. You know, find something that works for you. So it's essential to explore what resonates best with you. Allow room for any kind of trial and error, no judgment. You know, I mean, it just be kind to yourself during this exploration, you know, by embracing experimentation and self-compassion, you know, you can cultivate a deep connection with your body, with yourself and experience profound benefits to understanding and honoring your body's unique language. Um, you know, so, you know, today I've emphasized the fundamental significance of listening to your body is a vital aspect of self-care and, and well-being. Remember that everybody's journey to better health and wellness is unique, and it's important to find strategies and practices that work for you by prioritizing self-care, staying active, getting enough sleep, connecting with others, eating a, a healthy meal, managing stress. And you can take control of your own health and well-being and achieve a better quality of life. I want to thank you for tuning into the Soul Talk podcast today. I trust that this episode has provided you with invaluable insights and strategies for enhancing your health and well-being. To keep the conversation going, let's connect on social media. You can find me on Instagram under the handle LCSW Runner. I'm also on that new Threads under the same handle. I also have a Facebook group uh, called High Impact series. You can find uh, these recordings on there as well. So please stay tuned for forthcoming episodes where we will delve deeper into a range of wellness-related topics. Remember, prioritizing your wellness is an ongoing journey. It's not a destination. By consistently putting in the effort and practicing self-care, you can achieve optimal well-being and live your best life. So let's embark on this journey together and put in the mile.